All right. So, are you ready to do part two? I am. From Pod Bash. Yes. So much shit to cover. I know. Like, I already feel bad. Last episode was an hour and thirty minutes. I know, but there was a lot. There was a lot that went down. I know, and, and now we have more. We're still not even covering all of it. No. This is just like the highlights and pretty much like the shit that we can actually remember. I know. Because there was so much going on. There was a lot, but it was so much fun. So we'll do our best to recap it all. Yes. All right. So you ready to get into part two? Yeah. I'm sure our listeners are waiting to hear about the next sexy encounter too. Um, yes. I mean, cause it was pretty fucking hot. Yeah, it was. It was like the prelude to how the rest of the night was going to go. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. And here we are. Back for part two of Pod Bash. Yes. So this is going to be our episode number 64. Yeah. And we made the poor people wait a whole fucking week. I know. We're assholes. I know. But hey, they wouldn't have it any other way. This is true. <laughs> All right. So we're going to just get right into it. We're going to pick up where we left off, mm. which is Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you were still all horned up. Basically. From <laughs> the night before. Yeah. Because we had amazing reconnecting sex. Probably oh, the yeah. best reconnecting sex we have ever had in almost nine years of being in the lifestyle. Yes, 100%. It was so fucking hot. Like, everything was just like senses were tingling and everything felt so fucking good. And I really did. I just felt super connected to you. And it's been a while since that's occurred in the lifestyle from play for you and I. Well, yeah, I mean, because like we've been dabbling in all different dynamics mm-hmm. for years, just trying to find that one that like really does it for both of us. Yeah. And this weekend, you know, obviously, like we talked about in the last show, really proved that the hot husband thing does it for both of us. Yeah. So we wake up. And I'm hard as a rock. Mm-hmm. Like I did, I was every fucking morning there. Pretty much you are. And you, you know, started jerking me off and stuff. And next thing you know, we are fucking like rabbits again. Yep. <laughs> and this time though, you know, I made sure that you got off a couple times. Oh, I got off quite a few times. Because the night before, you didn't get off. I didn't. And, like, I kind of felt bummed because, like, that reconnection was so strong. And I was kind of like, man, I didn't come. But, like, it felt so good. But you also were, like, like needing to come, like, really bad. Right. And you also had a play session before that. I did. And I came quite a few times from that. Right. So you were already kind of spent, you know, from that. And then... uh when we reconnected, you know, I went over an hour without getting off. Right. And then things were so hot. I was like, you're just like, I'm busting my nut. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. You know, and with our dynamic, you know, with the BDSM stuff too, 
that's kind of normal. It is. I mean, it's not like. It's not like I have to get it every time because like you you kind of will use me for what you need me for. Right. Which, but that turns you on too. It does. So, yeah. So like I wasn't like, I wasn't upset about it. I was just like, man, that would have been like the icing on the cake if I had came to. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like if I could have lasted another five minutes, you would have been fine. Yes. Yes. That's pretty much what I needed because like it was there. Like it was, it was definitely fucking there. Yeah. But man, <laughs> after 15 or 20 minutes with you on top of an hour plus with that beautiful hot wife, there was no way. Like <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I was stretching it to get to that 15 to 20 minute <laughs> point to begin with. So awesome. So that next morning, you know, you came a bunch of times mm-hmm. and, you know, we were just kind of like spent. Yeah. So we laid around, didn't even go get coffee. No, we didn't get coffee that day. Um, And then we did eventually make our way down to because we ordered breakfast. Mm-hmm. And we ate breakfast down there, talked to some people. We came back up to the room so that we could shower and get ready for the pool party. Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of cold that day. It was. It was overcast and it was 70 degrees out, but it was a chilly 70. Yeah. The the wind was blowing. Yeah. The wind was cold. And I mean, it's a desert out there. So you're not going to get that same like humidity factor that you would have here in Alabama. So like it was chilly. Yeah. And it wasn't really for me. Like I need sun to want to lay out by the pool or even be in the water. So I wasn't in a hurry, per right. se. Which I mean, Brian and Brenda did a great thing. They moved the party part of the pool party mm-hmm. inside to the club. They did. Um, but you really like being outside. I do. And because, you know, you couldn't do that, we decided, all right, we're just going to chill because we were exhausted. Mm-hmm. I mean. we Well, we were going to bed pretty much every day at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. And, and ending each night with a fuck session. Exactly. So we're like, okay. We're just going to take our time, mm-hmm. you know, chill out a little bit, get ready as we feel like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point you plop on the bed with uh, like on your stomach and you put your ass up in the air, like mm-hmm. close to me. And you're just like, I really want to wiggle it for you, but I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, really what I was doing was stretching my back because my back was sore from walking around in heels. So I was just kind of like, let me just stretch here, provocatively showing off my ass in your face. <laughs> yeah. And it was super sexy. I actually have pictures of it. That you are, do. That and are I did probably going to end up on Twitter. I did not know that you took them because, well, you know, yeah. I wasn't really, I know you like to take pictures. I do. But I was just in there stretching and just like, well, maybe he'll do something. And I did. After I was done taking pictures. You did. Uh, you buried I, your face in there. Yeah, I buried my face in your vagina from the back. You did. And it was so fucking good. You know, I did that for a little while. And then we were like, okay, shit, we got to get ready. Mm-hmm. So you went to take your shower. I did. And you come back out in a towel and you come up to the bed, you know, and I'm there naked still. Mm-hmm. And you're just like kind of teasing me, opening up your towel a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm. I start getting hard again. Yeah. 
and so like I climbed up onto like the edge of the bed. Yeah. So you're like laying there with your head on the pillow, and like you slide your hand like in between my lips, and like you literally just inserted what felt like just like one finger and then i just like gushed all over your hand yeah i mean you made a mess on the fucking bed it was it was the prelude to how the rest of the bed was going to look for the day yeah i mean and it was crazy though because all i was doing was just like kind of running my finger through your lips yeah for you know like a couple minutes Uh uh-huh and we were having you know some like naughty talk yeah and as soon as like I put my finger inside you and you know, I just pressed on your G spot just a little bit Mm -hmm. and like my arm was soaked, ran down my elbow all over the bed. Yeah. And I was like, well, if that's how it's going to be, you need to get on my cock. You totally did. You're just like, all right, well you're obviously ready. So get on this cock. Yeah. And And I was like, yes, sir. We fucked again. Oh my God. And there was so much coming out. Like it was just like wave after wave yeah. of just squirt coming it, off it of was, me. It was just like when I was fucking the hot wife, like it was just, she was coming, you know, over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that was you just like gush after gush after gush. <laughs> I mean, like I felt like my asshole was drowning. <laughs> my asshole was drowning. I mean, it needed a snorkel to breathe. Oh my god! So that was super hot, mm-hmm. and I finally, you know, get ready to come again, and you hop off, mm-hmm. and you blow me, and you almost like died. Yeah, like well, your load was super big, and then it like shot the back of my throat, and I was just like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so which is crazy. Because, right, because you literally have been coming so many times every day anyhow. Yeah. I mean, I came more in those four days mm-hmm. than I think I have in the last three months. Yeah. Like, and it's not because we don't have sex a lot. It's just. You were that turned on. Yeah, it was so crazy. So now you're like, well, shit. I'm going to have to clean up again. I'm going to go shower again. Yeah, because, I, you know, I'm a clean freak. So, you know, I just had like squirt all over and. I'm like, I need to be freshened up again. Yep. So you do that. And then when you get done, I go in, mm-hmm. I shower, do all that. But now, uh, like by this time, it's already late afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we go down um, in basically uh, just like casual wear. Yeah. It, not really pool stuff because we weren't planning on going out to the pool Mm -hmm. and you had on this super cute outfit oh the one that i like put together yes the little gray pleated skirt it was so cute with no panties of course not you had your black yes daddy tank top Mm -hmm. tucked into your skirt like nice and tight so it almost looked like a, a bodysuit yeah no bra nope your collar was on and you just had on like I had my vans on. Yeah. Your black, you know, high top vans. Yeah. It was a super cute outfit. And like what was cute was the way like it laid over my ass because like my ass was kind of playing. Like it was covered, but I would feel a breeze. Right. So we go down and we just mingle with everybody as the pool party is finishing up. Mm-hmm. Um and then 
we start talking to Adam from the Palomino's girlfriend. Yep. Because she was uh, helping out at the front desk, right. checking in people. And obviously, you started talking to her first. I did. Because you were like, hot chick. Yeah. And you just hot, like. Hot chick radar right there. Yep. Yeah. So she's this beautiful little Puerto Rican, like, super sexy, mm-hmm. you know. And she's super sweet. Oh, she's a sweetheart. So, obviously, that made you want to talk to her even more. Of course. And as we're talking, then Adam shows up. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to him, and we're all all talking and everything. And eventually, they ask us if we would like to go to dinner with them. Yeah, because they hadn't eaten since they were there working. They were just having drinks at the bar. And so, she's like, I'm getting hungry. Like, I have not eaten since this morning. So... They were like, well, if you guys want to, you know, get together and we can go out for dinner and then we'll come back for the actual party, then, you know, we're down for that if you are. Right. And now they also bought you a, a Bloody Mary, too. Oh, yes. Before we went to dinner. It was a fantastic Bloody Mary. Yeah. So we hop in Adam's truck and we go out to dinner and he takes us to a Mexican place. Oh, my God. Yes. And we walk in. Now, there's a group of young Hispanic guys at the door. Oh yeah. When we first pulled in, cause they had like ballet parking. Yeah. And like you both, you know, the two of you women just walk right by them. Mm-hmm. Like they look, but they don't say anything or do anything, you know, cause you're wearing that skirt and everything <laughs> with the yes, daddy, you know, she's wearing, uh, these little jean shorts with, uh, a leather like bralette thing. Yes. And a like a denim jacket. Yeah, but it's like a It's like a crop top denim denim yeah. jacket. So obviously she looks super sexy as well. Oh yes, she did. And I, I just remember thinking to myself, could you imagine walking into a restaurant in Alabama with the two of you dressed like that? Oh my God. We would be like stared down like we were literally like little devil spawns. Oh my, they'd probably be like throwing Bibles at you. Maybe. And holy water. So I'm thinking to myself, like, this is fucking awesome. Right. Like, like nobody really bat an eye. You can be yourself mm-hmm. without worrying about, you know, people being ugly. Yeah. That's what they call it down here in the South when people are fucking shitty. It's called being ugly. Being ugly. So... We go in, there is a band, a Mexican band mm-hmm. playing. They have, you know, the whole brass section, the you know, the percussion section. Mm-hmm. They have two singers, you know, that are singing in Spanish, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fucking party in there. It really is. It was so loud. Yeah, like you could not even hear yourself think. No. And we were sat like we were sat quite a ways away from the bandstand or stage, but we still were facing it. So it was like right there and loud enough that we still couldn't hear each other, even sitting in the same booth together. We had to like yell in each other's ears. Yes. To talk. Yes. So we finally ordered some drinks. Mm -hmm. They were amazing. Oh my God. They were probably like the best drinks ever. And the band takes a break. Yeah. Which allowed us to be able to like talk. Yeah. So we got to talk and stuff and, you know, had a lot of great conversation. Um, and at one point, Adam's girlfriend had a 
wardrobe malfunction. Oh my gosh. So, so the back of her like crop top corset bralette looking thing, it's a zipper. And the way that it zips is from the bottom up. So she kind of has like a back kind of like mine. So it kind of comes up a little bit wider. So it was putting pressure on the zipper and it unzipped itself. And she was like, well, I don't really mind giving a show, but at the same time, I kind of don't want to do that at dinner. Yeah. I mean, like she was like dinner and a show, I guess. Yeah. Cause when it unzipped, I mean, her nips were like right at the line yeah. of where the top of the bralette sat. Yeah. I mean, not gonna lie. It was fucking hot to look at. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. But so then it took both of us. It did because we I needed to zip it. Up. Yeah, so she had to like turn her back towards Adam, and I was like squeezing it together, or you were squeezing it together, and I was zipping it up because it, it was it was tight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how the hell she got in it to begin with. Well, I mean, she has you know fake boobs like you. Yeah, and obviously like you do, you try to wear the smallest thing Oh heck yeah! that you can. So yeah. it really makes the girls pop. Yes. So yeah, it, it was a struggle. It was to get it on. It was well worth having it fall apart and try to put it back on her. Yeah. Um, so we eat dinner and it is the best Mexican food I had ever had. It was very unique. I'm going to say that. Well, it, it was a Mexican sushi type menu. Yes. It which- was, it was very fish and shrimp heavy. Yes. Which we love. Yes. So, I mean. Like our one dish has lobster tail. Yeah. It was uh, like breaded lobster tail in yeah. like a, almost like a sweet and sour yes. sauce. And it had like sesame seeds on them. And then you would dip it into some of the sauce that came with the yeah. platter. Yeah. It was so good. And then like the tail of the lobster was hanging. The above, shell was. Yeah. The shell was hanging above the plate. Right. It was, it was just so, it was extravagant looking. Yeah. For I mean, what it was, it was well put together yeah. and, and it was not that expensive. No, it was it like was, 20 bucks. Yeah. I mean, well worth it. I would eat that as a main course. Yes. Yes. You know, like had I known how big it was. Yeah. Like it, it like, fed me and you and there was still two left over. Well, Adam had some too. Yeah. So that was delicious. I got shrimp tacos. Well, we both did because. Yes. Um, you, I think. I you think had was one. Like, I had two. Yeah. But they were delicious. They were so good. All the ingredients were like super fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, amazingly seasoned. Mm-hmm. You know, which when you go to Alabama restaurants, you know, if it's not barbecue, you're taking a chance. Yeah. So. I mean, the food there was, was so delicious. Much flavor. And then uh, after we're done eating, we got more drinks. Yes. Uh, Adam was gracious enough to buy us all drinks and everything. Mm-hmm. And we were doing shots and everything else. You girls got more mixed drinks. We did. And, and then w- she had eyed this. It was like a mason jar that this guy had at a table across from us. And she was eyeing it. And she goes, Adam, she's like, I really want that drink. So he goes over to the, 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 these two guys and he asked them, so can I, can I buy that drink? And he was, the guy was kind of confused because he was like, what do you mean by my drink? He's like, well, either I'll buy this particular drink or I'm going to buy you another one, but we want that drink right there. Cause that's what my girlfriend wants. Well, yeah, well, that's how he said it. He, he went over there with 40 bucks in his hand <laughs> and he's like, Hey, 
my girlfriend and her friend here, they want that drink. But not just that drink off the menu. They want your drink. Yeah. He's like, I can either buy you another drink or you can take this $40 and do whatever you want with it, but give me that drink. So the two guys look at each other like. This is like the weirdest setup ever. Fucking crazy white bitches, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they give him the drink. Yep. He gives him the money. He comes back and you, you girls are doing like. The two straw, yes. you know, sipping like out of it. we're sharing a milkshake together. Yeah, they're, you two are just sitting over there like, hee, hee, I was like, Jesus mighty. It was the best. It was like this cinnamon tasting. It's like, almost like Coquito. Yes. So for any, anybody that knows what Coquito is, um, it was very similar to that. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious because I stole some of it. You did. And, you know, so after all that, we go back and... They tell us that they're going to try to come back for the party. Yes. But Adam had to go to work because obviously Saturday night. Is a big night. Is the biggest night at the strip club. Mm -hmm. So he said if he can get away, they'll come back for the party. So we go up, get ready for the party. So the party for Thursday night was. Saturday. Saturday night. That party was the Vegas Glitz. Yes. So So this is where we were going to dress up super flashy. You did. I did my best. You looked really good. I. You were very well put together for that event. Like, you weren't going to be super glamoury. I mean, I did not do the whole tux thing like a lot of the guys did. No. But that's also not you either. No. It's definitely not. But I also, you know, I wouldn't have been able to pull that off because I would have had to have rented a tux. Mm -hmm. We had no car. I would have had to Uber and do all this shit. So... I was just wearing a pair of my very nice dress slacks Mm -hmm. and a like shimmery silver button down. You know, I believe this shimmery button down shirt of yours is one that also got to see lots of action in Naughty. It is is my lucky shirt. I think it is. Like that's its new designation. Yes. It's the lucky shirt. So, and I had on a gray and hot pink tie yes with my hot pink handkerchief that went in my lapel pocket it looked really good um i felt very handsome you looked very handsome and there was lots of ladies checking you out yes there was and i mean it's a weird thing for me because you're not aware of it well no i am aware of it and that's what makes it weird because generally i don't get a lot of looks and attention and all that, mm-hmm. but dressed the way I was, you know, I definitely did get more attention. Yeah. But this is also a crowd that is very accustomed to, you know, single men and men in the lifestyle going above and beyond what we're used to. Mm-hmm. So if I were to wear that outfit, you know, say here at an event, it probably would go unnoticed because women around here don't really care as much. Right. You know, because it's not really the norm. Mm-hmm. Most people are blue collar, just like I am. So as long as you're in like a nice shirt, nice pair of jeans, they're right. like, yeah, boy, you know. Right. You don't have to go all about getting all dressed up. Right. But I mean, I went above and beyond for my normal mm-hmm. because I mean, honestly, like, yes, I wanted to match how beautiful you looked, but I 
wanted to impress Brenna. I wanted to impress some of the other hot wives. And, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, that's a big deal because I don't generally try to impress anyone. No, you don't. I'm a, like, if you like it, great. If not, I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. But I really wanted to try to make an impression. I think you accomplished that. You know, because with this group of people particularly, Mm -hmm. I really feel like they are amazing people. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are amazing lifestylers. Um, And I feel like I could have a lot of fun with a lot of the ladies that, you know, go to these events. Mm -hmm. So it was like a sink or swim type thing. Gotcha. Like I'm going to do my best. You're going to do it and see what happens. Yeah. I'm going to do my best. And see what the results are. Yeah. If they like it, awesome. You know, because then obviously I'll kind of be put in that like, ooh, I want to play with him column. Yeah. And if they're not impressed, I'll be put on the, oh, he's a really nice guy column. Right. So I think I managed to get myself in the winning column for a number of ladies. I think so. And, you know, of course there's some that will keep me in the he's a really nice guy column yeah and that's fine you know but i feel like i set out to do what i wanted to do and i did it yeah 100%, so i think you did um now aside from us everyone oh my gosh there was so amazing there were so many couples that they came down from their hotel rooms and it was like they walked out for like Hollywood red carpet. A hundred percent. I mean, like Brian, he uh, compared it to like a gala. Yeah. I've never been to a gala, but I have seen a bunch of red carpet stuff on TV and all that Mm -hmm. from Hollywood. And that's what it looked like. It did. I mean, there was not a person there that did not put a lot of effort into the way they looked that night. No. And I'm not talking, you know, like people were trying too hard. They just. They just put on something that they felt sexy and confident in. They and it did, showed. Yeah. Like everybody was walking around there. Like. Like. They knew they looked good. Yes. As they should. Oh, I yeah. Mean, it was amazing to see that everybody understood the assignment. Oh, yeah. And from my perspective as a man, mm-hmm. seeing all of you ladies just in these beautiful gowns and dresses and um, the hair done, the makeup, you know, the jewelry, mm-hmm. like everything that went into it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, there was a lot of women I was like, would love to play with you, 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 and you. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to fuck your hair up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them, they did amazing with their hair. And you're just like, man, I don't want to give you, like, sex hair. And the same thing with so makeup, pretty. too. Like, Yeah. You know, because, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is make a woman's makeup just... Run. ...disastrous <laughs> when I'm done with her. Yeah. But you know how hard they worked to <laughs> look the way they did. And I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do that to you. Oh, <laughs> you had a small moment of being like, it was like nice. the Grinch. Yes. You know, yes. when he's like opening up to Christmas again, it was, that, that is exactly how you were. 
you know, my cold black heart just had this moment of weakness. And I was like, like, I will spare your makeup. Yeah. Next time though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the party was great. It Um, was. They had a drag queen. Yes. Come in. She was our surprise. Yes. And it was Carney Asada. Yes. And fucking amazing. She is from Las Vegas. Absolutely amazing show. Um, she is so funny. Absolutely. I was dying. Like, and, and it was very like bold humor. Yes. And sexy at the same time. And just like quick witted. Like, oh, yes. Like, if she was, you know, she was interacting with the crowd, which obviously that's what they do. Um, but the banter that she was creating back and forth with some of the people between the ladies and even the men, like, man, oh, she was she putting went, jabs in. She and, went after the men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was awesome. Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> it was amazing. Especially because, like, she went after the guys that I think she could tell that this was a shock to. Uh huh. Yes. You know, like they haven't seen this before. Yeah. And it was so funny to watch. And even the guys that I know mm-hmm. at first were like, you know, cause like when she came in, she brought all her stuff on a, like the hotel Dolly Dolly thing mm-hmm. with all the wigs and the makeup and all that. And her I looked outfits. like she was staying there for a week. Yeah. And she was only there for like two hours. Yeah. Um, like I heard some of them say like, really, that's the, that's the surprise, you know, but by the end of it, All of them were like, that was the best thing I've ever fucking seen. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and again, that just shows you the quality of people that are at this event. They went in there with one idea in their head. Yep. You know, of what a drag show is. Mm -hmm. And they left going, I I can't wait to see this again. Yeah. You know, so that was amazing to me. Yeah. You know, and kudos to Brian and Brenna for pushing people's boundaries. Yeah. You know, like I know they expect people that come to their events mm-hmm. to be tolerant of different things, mm-hmm. but to see them kind of do a 180. Yeah. And, you know, kind of change their perspective on things. It's kind of, it's cool. It's awesome. Because they can kind of see like how they've influenced them and how they've, you know, opened their mind to all the different aspects of what is out there that they may not have been exposed to before. Exactly. And I, for one am here for it. So I've, I have gone to drag shows um, back when I was younger and I've always loved them. One, they know how to do makeup. (laughs) So I'm always like, how do you do it? (laughs) Um, Two, their personalities are so big like you can't help but just be attracted to them and want to be around them. So I always enjoyed them and going, I mean, I never got to go to as many as I would have liked to, but I love going and enjoying the performance that they put out. Yeah. I mean, that was my first live drag show. It was. Yes. I was really shocked to hear that though. Cause when we've been together for a while and I guess we just never really talked about it. Yeah, I mean, um, like I've like we watched. Do the, obviously, strip clubs together, but that's a completely different thing. So to hear that you've never actually seen in person a drag show, I was like, "Say what? Yeah, what do you mean?" I've always wanted to go, just never really had the opportunity. <sighs> and like I've watched them and online now you saw, and stuff like, like that. The best of the best right now. 
Yeah, I mean, for a local performer, mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, she's up there with some of the drag superstars that I've seen on the internet. Oh, yeah. I definitely, I see that myself in, in her performance. I mean, I could not stop laughing and smiling, like, the yes. whole time. Yes. You know, and I was... And she was seductive, too. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Man, it amazes me how some of the drag queens... Mm-hmm. They can move more feminine yes. than most women can. Yes. Like, you can't help but just stare, like, when they walk and, like, their poses they when they own stand. the and, floor. Oh, my God. That's what happens. They just own it. Yeah. it It's super sexy. Even if you think about the fact, okay, like, that's a man mm-hmm. inside of that costume. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because... They embody feminism. Like, oh, yeah. There wasn't like an ounce of me that when I'm watching, I was like, oh, that's a guy. I was like, no, she's owning this whole entire crowd of people right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was one of the most fun things Mm -hmm. I have witnessed at a lifestyle event ever. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, when we did IPG parties, Mm -hmm. we had Corey Bell. We did. As our comedian. Mm hmm. And she has climbed the ladder. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's making a name for herself now, you know, like nationwide in the comedy scene. Mm -hmm. And she's amazing. But this performance, because, you know, it it was something so different, Mm -hmm. was just something that I'll always remember. Yay, that's awesome. You know, and like there was a comedian that Mm -hmm. went in between uh, Carne Asada's sets. Yeah. And, you know... He was good, but I think everyone was on such a high from from, hers. From her. Yeah. That, you know, it may have seemed like his jokes weren't as funny. Yeah. But I think, you know, if he was the main attraction, Mm -hmm. it would have went over really well for him. Yeah. But being in between, you know, two really fantastic sets. Yeah of carne asada was probably not his most favorite thing to do. Probably not. And you know, like I feel for him because even though like I'm not a stand up comedian, but mm-hmm. I love comedy, you know, you do. most people that are friends with me, you know, will agree. I could probably do well as a stand up comedian. Yeah. I could see you doing it, but the poor guy, I mean, trying to follow. Yeah. That, that, that's hard. That was hard. I mean, if I was him, I don't know if I would have done it. <laughs> I probably would have been like, oh, man, my stomach's hurting. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> because, I mean, honestly, Carney was that good. She was. That she made another excellent comedian, you know, seem like it wasn't really his night. Yeah. And that's hard to fucking do. Uh, yeah, because they're usually used to bouncing back and, you know, getting a tough crowd. Yeah, and, I mean, you could see it in his face. Oh. Like, he knew that his jokes were kind of landing flat. Yeah, they were. You know, and, you know, I, I talked to him in the lobby before all this, mm-hmm. you know, like, when they first got there. Super funny guy. Oh. Like, just from talking to him. Yeah. Quick-witted, you know, his jokes in just normal conversation were making me laugh Mm -hmm. so i was really looking forward to his set 
Oh, but I kind of fell into what I think what everyone else did where you were just on that high of watching Carney. Yeah. That unless you were watching that again, nothing was really going to, it wasn't going to compare. Yeah. So, but kudos to him for following her Mm -hmm. and still trying to make the best of it, you know, and everybody was still appreciative of it. So, yeah. Um, so that was the entertainment. Yeah. You know, and then everybody was dancing and, you know, having a good time, drinking, mingling, and mm-hmm. all that. And we had talked to a content creator. We did. That we talked to her a couple months prior to coming to Las Vegas for Podbash. Yes. So now let me put this out there. Okay. We had had the discussion that, you know, if we play, mm-hmm. we would have to play, you know, first. Right. Because, you know, and she listens to the podcast, so she knows that I generally do not play after somebody has played with a play partner mm-hmm. before me. Mm-hmm. So when we were there, we had a little discussion and I told her, you know, that while generally, yes, that is a hundred percent how it goes. Yeah. But I tell people that. So then that way, if it holds true and I'm just not feeling like playing because they was already actively playing that day. Right. And because if mentally, if I couldn't get past it, Mm -hmm. there's no hard feelings. Right. I set it up front. Yep. But I did tell her that if, you know, the scene goes well and, you know, I'm really getting into it. If she's okay with it, there is a possibility that I will want to play, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was like a hundred percent, like if you want to play, like I'm fucking down. Well, yeah, she was definitely into you. So, but I didn't want to lead her on and and say, oh yeah, you know, like we're going to play and then not mentally be able to get it done. Right. So she had approached us with a BDSM style scene. Yes. Where she wanted to be cuckolded. Yeah, which is totally different for a woman to want that. That's usually like the a man's go-to area. So when she had talked about that, she was like, I would just kind of love to, you know, kind of be like on the, the sideline watching and kind of being teased. Um, right with the whole scene going on in front of me. And now this does happen. I mean, mm-hmm. it definitely does. I'm not saying that women can't be cucks. Mm-hmm. It's just very rare yes. compared to men. Very. So we decide, okay, we're going to do this tonight because, you know, it needs to go down. Yeah. So eventually we make our way. We run into, um, some other friends that are also content creators and another gentleman that is in the porn industry. Mm -hmm. We're all standing around talking and. Oh man, we were talking for like an hour. Yeah. And you know, it was kind of funny because, uh, I didn't know this at the time, but the porn guy was setting up a shoot with our friend and the other content creator that we were talking to mm-hmm. for that night, which I did not realize that. And 
you know, he was talking a very big game, uh-huh. you know, as I'm sure any male porn performer will do. Well, you kind of have to. And you sell yourself, you know. He's a younger guy. Mm-hmm. Which, for me, being almost 40, you know. You see that. I'm like, okay, bud. You know, <laughs> I've been there. I've I've said that. Yeah. You know. And uh, when we were finally kind of done talking, um, I asked our friend if she's ready, you know, to go play mm-hmm. and she turns to the other content creator and she's like hey you know i've been planning this mm-hmm. blah 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 and the porn guy kind of looks at me like wait what yeah <laughs> he was kind of thrown off because well we were we were gonna have a whole like bdsm scene so it wasn't even just like a a regular play session like we were having a whole like impact play yeah but to me it was just funny because like I like think he was shocked. Well, I think he kind of saw me as like a hot wife husband where, oh. you know, I like when guys I, with big dicks come in and fuck my wife. He didn't realize I was the one that goes and fucks hot wives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when, you know, that turn of events and I saw it in his face, I just, it just gave me a little chuckle. <laughs> You know, because it's that young yeah, ego. That, yes, that young mentality. That, you know, I was just like, sorry, bud. You're yeah. going to have to wait your turn. Yeah. Uh, but they did reschedule for in the morning. Yes. Uh, Which was very nice since we had this priorly planned. Yes. So we go up and then our good friend Doc Chocolate from the Bulls and Queens podcast. He escorted our young lady to us. Yes. And he asked if he could sit in and watch some of it. Yes. Because he's never seen like an actual like kind of hardcore-ish BDSM scene. Mm -hmm. So we agreed, you know, because I have no problem, you know, with friends watching. And I didn't either. But that changed up my whole fucking scene that I had in my head. Oh, yeah. Because now he had somewhere he needed to sit somewhere. So So he ended up sitting in the cuckold chair. Yeah, he was in the cuck chair. So I'm like, fuck, where am I going to put Amy? Right. I'm like, well, I guess we're just going to have to wing it. <laughs> Is that what you did? You wung it? I did. All right. I mean. I mean, it turned out fantastic. That's all I could do at that point. Right. So I had you two ladies pick out your outfits. Mm-hmm. You matched very well. One was red. Mm-hmm. One was black and red. Mm-hmm. Um, you both looked fucking amazing well thank you uh doc was in his cock chair yes and i put you and amy up on the bed Mm -hmm. on all fours yes so that you could present your asses to me Mm -hmm. and i started spanking you yes and you know then i was kind of teasing amy to see if you know how into the cuck thing she wanted to get. Yeah. You know, and I was asking her like, you know, I bet you wish I was smacking your little ass, huh? You know, and mm-hmm. she was like, yes, please. Yes. You know? Well, no, she was very sir. much. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Because, you know, we did go over, you know, boundaries and yeah, all that stuff. And I had asked if she's okay with calling me sir during the scene. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. So she was a good little bottom. She was. And, she called me sir 
mm-hmm. every time. So I ended up beating both of your asses. Oh, yeah. Hers way more than mine, which I was kind of sad about, but it's okay. But she can take more than you. Yeah. You know, she gets to have impact play more often. Yeah. So she's a little bit more desensitized to it. Yeah. And, you know, I knew I was going to use my hand. I used the paddle. Mm -hmm. I used my belt. Mm -hmm. The flogger. Yes. So I didn't want to fuck you both up to the point of not being able to sexually play together. Yeah. Once we got to that part of the scene. Right. So I kind of had to take it easy. So that way that stuff could happen. Right. Cause you don't want to go too far with it because then, you know, you're not going to be on your back because your ass hurts right? or, you know, you got hit somewhere else that you now, you don't want to dick there. Or, I mean, just that you're in so much pain that no you're matter not, you're not what, enjoying it. Yeah. No, no matter what pleasure someone's trying to give you, you're just not going to have it. Yeah. Um, and at one point, I was kind of also like degrading you. You were. Because, you know, I was telling you how she can take more. Yes. You were totally giving me a mind fuck. <laughs> and it lasted to the next day. Thank you very much. And I had asked Doc to come over and feel both of your asses because yours was on fire. Yeah. And hers was just a little warm. Yeah, like I had felt it because I had asked if I was allowed to feel it. And you said yes. And it was, it was, there was a big difference. Like mine was like, it was sitting on a stove. And hers was like, she set her butt in warm water. Yeah. That was the big difference. Yeah. Which was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that. But when Doc came over, as soon as I asked him, he's like, Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was, he was no like, yeah, Pedro, what do you need? It was like, y- y- yes, sir. And he comes over and he's grabbing on your asses. And, uh-huh. you know, he's like, you know, I could tell he was like, oh man, this is fucking hot. You know? <laughs> and uh, he agrees with me that yours is on fire and hers is barely warm. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and sits down. And then Amy kept asking if she could, uh, make out with you and stuff and yes. kiss you and touch you. Yes. Yes. And I was like, no, no. So <laughs> I ended up denying her. Yeah. So I ended up putting her on her belly. Yes. And using one of my belts. Yeah. So she could stop touching me. So you put like hog tied her arms behind yeah. her back. Yeah. Because we didn't bring any rope or anything. No. So hey, I, we improvised and it worked really well. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. You know, so I continued to beat both your asses with her on her belly mm-hmm. and you still up on all fours, mm-hmm. but it was so hot to watch her watch you. Yeah. Like, and every time you would wince and cry out, you know, like you could see how badly she just wanted to like touch you and kiss you. Yes. To make like you feel she wanted better. to comfort me. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was the same way too. Like when I would hit her to the point where she would wince mm-hmm. or kind of like, ah, you know, like you were getting like a little teary eyed because I was hurting your little friend. Yeah. I'm like, man, we were really feeding off of each other. You were, and it was very hot. <laughs> so then while she was still tied up, I had you suck my cock mm-hmm. right in front of her face. Yeah. And I was teasing her, you know, and I was like, how bad do you want this cock in your mouth? You know, I bet, you dirty little cuck slut, you know, 
you want to suck my dick, don't you? And she was just like, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Like she was just like taking in the act, the action of me sucking your cock. And she was just almost like she was just taking it in. Like it was like this fantasy in front of her. And she was just like, I, I really, really want to suck his cock now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it got her so wet. It did. Because like eventually, you know, I was doing wetness checks mm-hmm. on both of you and you were kind of falling behind there in the beginning. Yeah. You know, which was weird because you had been so wet all weekend. Yeah. But we did not drink enough water that day. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we lacked on the water that day. We had way more alcohol that day Yeah. than water. Yeah. So, so that did not help me. Right. But I could tell you were very turned on though. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really stressing it. Well, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, for her, mm-hmm. it was just like super wet. Mm-hmm. So I knew she was having a great time. And eventually uh, she asked if she could eat your pussy. Yes. And I asked you, I'm like, do you think she's been a good girl? You know, I was like, yes, daddy. I think she has been a good girl. So I untied her and I let her go down on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of hung out with Doc. Yeah. And basically it was just allowed us to have like our girl time. So like she was definitely enthusiastic about doing this. And this was probably the first time. That's an understatement. It was. Okay. I don't know what she other, wanted to. If she, she, she could have dev- devour me. Yeah. If she could have literally eaten you, she would have. <laughs> Yes. So like she was just so focused. She was so gentle and it was like, it it felt so amazing between her fingers and her mouth. Like everything felt so fucking good. And I don't even know how long she was down there for. I I know it had to be a very long time and she just wanted to keep going. So I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not going to stop you unless, you know, Pedro's like, yeah, you're done. But I ended up surprisingly being the pillow princess then. I know. That was like the first time you've ever been the pillow princess. Ever. Because I don't do that. Like I'm the one who always is the one in charge and I'm, you know, eating that pussy up. I'm making that girl come. I'm working to make her feel good. And this was the first time that I I, I just laid there and, and let someone please me. Yeah. <laughs> and now while this is going on, I was spanking her because oh she had her God. ass up in the air while she yes. was eating her pussy. And, and every that, time you would spank her, her eyes would get real big. And then she would like pull off my clit and I'd be like, Oh, cause I was like getting really close. Right. And every time you would smack her ass, she would come off just as I was getting close. And I'd be like, Oh, this feels so good. But it was like a really big fucking tease. Yeah. And then I decided, uh, I gotta do something different. Yeah. So I found a thin rubber band. Oh, that came from the strip club money it did so i was using the rubber band Mm -hmm. all over her ass next Mm -hmm. to her pussy lips like right outside of her asshole Mm -hmm. like right on that real sensitive part on the inside of your crack yes and and i know because she'd be like "Ooh!" every time you would catch her yeah like i was letting her have it Mm -hmm. and the funny part is for almost a week those rubber band marks were there she sent us pictures and you could see the rubber the, band. The, like the lines. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fucking hot. I'm, I'm glad that hers lasted as long as they did. I only had the one that you had given me on my stomach. Right. And it only lasted like a day. Yeah. So then 
uh, I had you start sucking my cock again mm -hmm. because uh, Doc had left. Yes. And I was getting really turned on because I don't often get to see you be the pillow princess. No, ever, never. And it was Literally. such a turn on to see another woman like aggressively just being into you. Yes, that's exactly how it was. And like I had felt the same from her towards me. Mm -hmm. So it was just a huge turn on all around. Right. And I was laying on my back. I'm naked at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm laying next to you girls. And I told you to come over and suck my cock. Mm -hmm. And she comes over to the side of the bed. Mm -hmm. And she's just kind of like staring. You know, like she's bent over the bed. Yeah. Like face level with you on my cock. Yes. Just kind of like staring at you and my cock. Yes. And like that was really hot. And that's when you had told her to get on your face. Yes, it was. Because mm -hmm. I was like, you know, how bad do you want me to eat your pussy? Yes. You know, and she's like, oh my God, I would love that so much, sir. Yes. So I was like, well, climb on my face, mm -hmm. you know, and I think I ate her out for 30 seconds. And then she like came all over your face. Yeah. She came all over my face and she was done. Like, she's like, okay, I got to get up. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, that was where like, so you were eating her out and we were both working on your cock. So like she was sucking your cock and I was like working on your balls. Yes. So it was like, you had like a two mouths back and forth well, all over I you. did make her kind of beg to suck my cock though. Mm -hmm. You know, because I was being a little degrading towards her, you know, and I was like, do you Had think you can, in. you know, suck my cock as good as tank? And, yes. You know. And oh my God, that was so hot. She's like, I'm going to try, sir. Yes. You know, and I was like, well, then get on there and fucking try, you know, mm -hmm. and she's going to town. She has a great mouth. Mm -hmm. I mean, you two together. We're trouble. <laughs> I, I think have been my favorite threesome. Oh, wow. Like that was the hottest threesome I think I've ever had. I mean, like I enjoyed it. Like I, we've had quite a few, um, but I feel like the way that we've all compatibly were together, I think was what made it so freaking good. Yes. So then once she got off of my face mm -hmm. and she was standing by the neck on the side of the bed, I told you to get on my dick and you started riding me mm -hmm. and you got off pretty quick. Mm hmm. And you were going to get the strap on then to fuck her. Mm -hmm. So in the meantime, while you were doing all that, you know, I kind of was teasing her and asking how bad, you know, she wants my cock in her. Yeah. And just her responses mm -hmm. turned me on so much. I was like, but okay. She's, she's just going to have it. Yeah. So in my head right there is where the switch flipped. Okay. And I'm like, I don't care who the fuck she, I don't care if, you, if she played with 20 fucking guys before me. <laughs> like, she's getting my cock yeah. one way or another. Yeah. So I throw a condom on. <clears throat> I help her mm -hmm. onto me. And she sits down and just lets out this, like. Oh, like, it was like a deep moan. Yeah. It, it made me feel like it was her most favorite cock she had ever sat on. <laughs> Now, I don't know if it is or not. Don't care. You're like, in my mind, that's what it sounded like. That is what it sounded like. Yeah. And I 
just began fucking the shit out of her. You were. From the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you how many times she came. I, oh God, there was a lot. It was like, it was the one after the other, after the other. It just kept coming. So she finally needed to take a break Mm -hmm. and I was still not done yet. Mm -hmm. So I had, you took off, yeah, you took off the condom and then you had me get on again. Yep. And then I ended up coming, what, three more times, I believe, because that's when I was like gushing again on you. Yeah. So like me just watching you and her fucking was so hot that when it was my turn again, I was just like, yeah, I want this fucking dick. And she's making out with you too while you're riding me. Right. So then when you have enough again, I get on top of her. So she's on her back Mm -hmm. and I fuck her kind of like in the missionary position with her legs kind of up. And at that point, that's when I told you that she feels exactly like you do. Yeah. So then you're like, I need to test this theory. So you're fucking her while she's on her back. So then you like lift her over on her side and like lift her leg up. And you're like, well, shit, that still feels like you too. So then you're like, well, let's do this in doggy style. So now you have her like one, she can curve her back. So fucking hot. She has the most beautiful arch. Yes. That arch is magnificent. So, all I see is like this cute little ass bent over and she's on like her, her forearms and her ass is up and you're just fucking her from behind. And you're like, dude, this feels just like you in this position too. And I was like, what are the odds of that fucking happening? Because like, obviously all of us women are different. How is it that like we feel identical and our spots that get us or the exact same spots? Yeah. Because I literally fucked her the same exact way. I fuck you. Which is probably why you got her to come so many times. And everything I was doing was just working instantly. That is awesome. So that was a major turn on in itself. Right. Because like you didn't have to like there was try no, to guess. Yeah, there like was you no just, guessing. You just went with it and I, it just worked. Yeah. I mean, I just fucked her like it was you. And it was easy on my part. Right. Cause you weren't like in your head being like, shit, am I getting the right spot? I don't know how she likes it. Is this the right angle? Yeah. And I think she can correct me like when she listens to this, but mm-hmm. I think I got her to come in every position we did. I mean, I want to say you, you did. I mean, there's a, there was a lot of, there was a lot of good, happy moanings and yeah. I so, want to say that you did. I mean, and it just felt so amazing. Mm-hmm. And I then, feel like she had a really good time. I, I think she did. Mm-hmm. I mean, she said that she did, but like I had an amazing time Yeah, and I was getting so frustrated because it felt so good. Like mm-hmm. between the two of you, I just wanted to come. You did. Because this was another hour plus. It was. Oh my God. Fuck session. It was. Which is not normal for me. So oh. I'm like, and I didn't use anything this time. Yeah. Cause you learned from the last time you're like, I am not using one of those wipes. That was a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. So like I'm getting not pissed but i'm just frustrated because you're like you have two women you've yeah. been fucking for an hour and it's still you have not come yet right and you both are being amazing about everything mm-hmm. you know like the whole scene was the best ever so i'm like in my head i'm like why are you not just covering these women in a big fucking load right now <gasps> and so i finally tell her i'm like hun this is nothing to do with you mm-hmm. like 
you feel so fucking good. But with this condom on, I can't get off. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I completely understand. I take the condom off. I bend you in half like a pretzel. Oh my and I God, just start yeah. fucking you the were ever living shit the out of you. fuck out of me. Like I was like wincing with every thrust that you were giving me. And I was just like, I know he needs to come right now. Cause I know this is why he's fucking me like this. Also. Cause you know, you're sadistic, but I was just like, I know he just has to do what he needs to do to make it happen. So I'm just going to take it. And there was like one phase of your thrust that I was like, Oh, that felt really good. And then it was like right after that one, I was like, that one didn't. Yeah. But I mean, what really put me over the edge is like you were, you know, kind of talking dirty to me or like you know oh i want you to come for me yes and, you i was know. like i want you to come all over me yeah and then you know she was right next to you being like oh my god i want to see you come yes and i'm like oh my god so finally like i get ready to come and i just come all over you know your belly and up by your tits and everything mm-hmm. and, and she was like wow you really do come a lot yeah <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that felt so fucking good. But yeah. And then we just kind of laid around you and her were like cuddling. Yeah. So like she was laying off to the side, the left side of me, you were laying like almost between her legs. She was like rubbing your arm and then she was rubbing like my leg and I was rubbing like her back. Yeah. So, um, it was very sensual and very relaxing. It was very relaxing. Um, and then our night was over then, mm-hmm. you know, she went back to her room because it was like two thirty again. Yeah. And you know, we went to bed actually, no, did we fuck again? No. Okay. No, we, we did passed not out. fuck again. We fucked in the morning. Yeah. We fucked in the morning. Yeah. Uh, and then you were wondering why you didn't feel that the reconnection sex was yeah. as good as the night before. Yeah. And then, you know, like we kind of had this discussion about how, um, you know, it's because you were involved. Yeah. Like, yes, I fucked another woman, but I was involved in that where you were a hundred percent involved. Yeah. Whereas in the other situation, when you were with the hot wife that, you know, yes, I was there, but like, I was just a camera person, you know, I wasn't actually doing anything. I wasn't physically a part of any of it. So there wasn't anything that was, you know, given to me as far as, you know, feeling like I did something. And got something out of it. Yes. So, um, and then, you know, on Sunday, mm-hmm. we pack up, you know, we get showered and all that. We head down to the lobby, mm-hmm. saying goodbyes to people and stuff. Our and goodbyes were so sad. I did not want to leave. And everybody was like, well, not everybody, but, you know, Brennan was teary eyed. And well, that was when we were actually leaving. Yeah. We didn't get there yet. All right. So, um, we go and get Bloody Mary's. Yes. And Brenna asks if I have a couple minutes to go talk. Yes. You well, so you finally got this to happen. Yes. So we finally got a little bit of alone time. Mm-hmm. We went up to the penthouse. You know, we had a good conversation, you know, um, about the way we felt about each other mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of how things may look moving forward. Right. Um, and we didn't get to spend nearly enough time together. No, you definitely didn't. And a lot of that's on me. I'll take responsibility for that. But part of it's on her. 
because we did not do a good job of communicating. I gotcha. And, and I mean, there was a lot going on too between running the event and, right. you know, having other play date sessions already set up and right. trying to make that time. But, you know, like my focus going there mm-hmm. was to spend time with her. It was, yes. That was the reason for me going. Mm-hmm. So I definitely dropped the ball, you know, and I'll own that. You're very honorable for, for owning that. Well, I mean, if I plan on building a relationship with somebody, you mm-hmm. know, I have to take as much responsibility for the outcome mm-hmm. as the other person. So that makes sense. I can't sit here and say, oh, well, she was so busy running the event, you know, doing this, doing that. Because while some of that is true, mm-hmm. I also didn't make a good enough effort to make sure that she set time aside for me. Right. To make her know that that's what I wanted. Right. So moving forward, I feel like pod bash was a great lesson in how to handle being in the same event space. Okay. With her. Yeah. You know, and we both kind of learned, I feel that the communication has to be there. And I also know that, you know, she wants me around as much as possible Mm -hmm. where I kind of felt like I didn't want to bother her because she had work stuff to do. Right. And now I know that that's not the case. Like I wasn't bothering her. Mm -hmm. So that's on me. Like I should have communicated that I was feeling that way while we were there so that she could have told me, hey, no, you're not bothering me. Yes, I have stuff to do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we are going to set this time aside. So she was very uh, helpful in bringing that to my attention after the event. Okay. And I greatly appreciate it Mm -hmm. because I want to be with somebody who will communicate how they're feeling about something, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Because if you never bring it to the other person's attention, it's never going to get fixed. Right. And, you know, we've been together for 10 years. Mm-hmm. I am committed to making things better when something's brought to my attention that can be made better. Right. You know, I'm all about doing my part. Mm-hmm. Always. So to have her come to me and say, hey, I felt this kind of way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hurt me a little bit right. to know that I made her feel like that. Right. But now you're that wasn't my intention at all. Right. But for her to bring that up and discuss it with me, you know, and have an actual discussion. Right. I feel like at any future events, because this really only pertains to events. Mm -hmm. um, I know how to go about things. Yeah. And I feel much more confident in what I need to do. And I feel like she knows what she needs to work on, you know, as far as how she handles things mm-hmm. at events. And I really have no doubts that in the future it will be a hundred times better. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Um, and for those of you wondering if like she said yes to having a polyamorous relationship, we have decided that we're just going to continue to see how things go. We're not going to put pressure 
or labels or anything on it. Good plan. Because we are, you know, six, seven states away. Yeah. She travels a lot. She's very busy. Very busy. Um, so really, I mean, you're, and I had told her this, um, this was probably right after you guys had spoken that doing a long distance relationship because she's not used to that. Um, and you haven't had one, but you've had them in the past. Um, they're each individual one is going to look different. They're each one is going to function differently as well. And you will find as you go along, what ends up working for your particular situation. Absolutely. And in this case, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm committed to doing what I have to do to try to make it work Mm -hmm. because this is a woman I want in my life. Mm -hmm. So I don't care if it's halfway around the globe. Right. I still want to try to make it work. So we're just going to see where things progress. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in time, will we be in an actual relationship? I don't know. But you're just going to have fun along the way. Yeah. I mean, I know what our feelings are for each other. Mm -hmm. And at this point, that's all I really care about. Right. So having a label, you know, like, if I want to be the the five-year-old boy that I am, I'd be like, yeah, she's my girlfriend. But as an adult man, I'm completely happy with, you know, saying that she is a romantic interest of mine. All right. Leave it as a romantic interest. And I am a romantic interest of hers. I like it. So that's the update. All right. It's a very good update. Um, We did not get to play. Because she had a bit of a play injury. Oh, dear. <laughs> that, you know, prevented her from playing with anybody, not just me. Oh, poor girl. So we still need to try to make that happen just to make sure the sexual chemistry is there. Although. I, had, I don't think you guys really doubt that the, it's not there. No, we kind of believe that it'll definitely be there. Mm-hmm. Because we were getting hot and bothered just by giving each other glances as we walked by all weekend. I mean, like there was times, you know, she would walk by me and just give me a look and I'd kind of have to be like hand in the pocket, little readjusty, justy, you know? Nice. And, you know, at one point when I was making out with the hot wife on the couch, she walked by and, you know, she sent me a text. She's like, that was super hot, Ah. you know? So like we definitely are pushing each other's sexual buttons. Mm Mm-hmm. We just need to be in the same control room there when you that go. happens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, all right, that's the update. Uh, probably won't hear anything, you know, about that for quite a while. Yeah. Because, you know, at this point, I just want to kind of keep that part, you know. Between on, you two. Between us. Yeah. So, but I feel like leading up to right now, on both sides, mm-hmm. people want to know. Right, of course. So It's kind of like the big thing everybody was like waiting for it to happen. Right, so that's where you're at. It's probably all you're going to hear <laughs> for quite some time. But just know that uh, we definitely have interest in each other still. <laughs> that's awesome. So we flow home. Everybody was sad. Yeah. Um, it was... Nobody wanted to go home. Yeah, 
did not want to go home. We had a shit show of a flight home. Both planes were delayed leaving the airport. And they were delayed for dumb reasons. It wasn't even like there was a major issue. It was literally because there was too much capacity, too much fuel on one. And another one was a bathroom light fixture that was off and needed to be shut down the plane and rebooted. And we're just like, seriously. So it literally added hour an hour for each plane. And in Denver, I mean, we were like 10 minutes from boarding. Yeah. When our first plane landed. Yeah. We rushed all the way over there just to realize it got delayed. Yep. So we didn't have to rush at all. And we hustled because we had to go from one end all the way to the other of the Denver airport. Yes. In the, the D gates. Yeah. We got off at 23 and had to go to 62 yeah. or 64 or 62. something. It's like, Jesus Christ. So it was, it was a lot. My, we, we actually hustled so fast. My Fitbit or my, my <laughs> Apple watch was like, are, are you, you working out right now? And I was like, God damn it. No, but I feel like it. Yeah. Um, and like, the the flight attendants and stuff on the way back they weren't that great they were not very polite no not helpful um the planes were much dirtier and they were because it was a different airline that we used from the ones we went out there on yeah it was definitely like i literally felt like the plane that we went on on the way home our very last one was like 20 years old yeah it it was not good but we made it home thank goodness and uh had our friends meet us at the airport with mm. our daughter so we could drive straight home. Yes. Um, we got home in a decent time, but still didn't go to bed till like 1231 o'clock. No, because we were up like talking about everything and right, just like we recapping. Finally, yeah, because we finally got to debrief completely. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. Um, and then this past week or the, the week that we got home was, it was rough. It was rough. We, we weren't going to bed anywhere where we should have been. We weren't waking up on time either. Yeah. So, but it was a great experience, a great party, great people. I can't wait for Pod Bash 2024. Yeah. I mean, 100% looking forward to it. Yes. So if you have any reservations about going to Pod Bash, let me tell you right now that you just, best one ever. You just need to do it. Yeah. Because. Hell, I never flew on a plane before in my life and I went. And are, you, and are you glad that you did? Oh, fucking hell yeah. Okay. That was like, plane rides, no big deal. I will go to another event, no problem. It was well worth it. Yeah, I mean, now, in your opinion, do you feel like that's the best lifestyle event we've been to in nine years? Yes, hands down. I agree. Like, just from start to finish, mm-hmm. you know, even though there was issues at the venue, yeah. the venue was beautiful. It was. The people were amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was super friendly. Uh, the party itself was so well put together because of yes. Brian and Brenna. They did a great job and just kept everything flowing. So even when there was a hiccup with the venue, they still managed to correct things. And half the time, nobody even knew. The right. only reason we knew is because we were helping them. Right. So, I mean, it, it's just a testament to all the hard work that they put in. Mm-hmm. And the genuine people that they are to cultivate such a group of amazing people. Yes. So I advise everybody, if you get the opportunity to attend any of their events, Mm -hmm. pod bash, any of their hot wife, you know, events in Denver, which they have one for Halloween. 
Oh, yes. I so, would so love to go to another Halloween one, but we just won't be able to swing no. it. Um, so if you want to get tickets for that, you can go to members.frontporchswingers.com and become a member and see all the different events that they're doing, get your tickets and all that. Um, you will not be disappointed. Mm -hmm. So just want to say thank you to everybody for putting up with these little bit longer episodes, but it was so much to cram in. And uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing about all the fun that we had. Yeah. Maybe you, this will be enough where you'll come and join us. Yeah. Because that's what pod bash is about. It's about friends mm -hmm. meeting up because a bunch of podcasters became friends. Yes. And decided let's throw a fucking party. Yep. And that's all it is. It's just a fucking party. Just a fucking party. So thank you guys again. And we will be back next week with a normal show. Yay. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, The Trendy Pineapple, and also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at KS. E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper. And also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast.